Provocative Podcast. Guys, it's been a whole month. I think a little bit longer than a month for the episode, for the podcast. I am going to go into detail of why I took a break, what's been going on and everything in a second, but I just want to say I'm so happy to be back. I feel the best I have felt in a really long time. Um, and it just feels great to come on here and fully feel like myself again. And, um, you know, for the last few episodes, I feel lost in the direction that I was going with the podcast. Um, and it was just, it felt like, I felt like it wasn't me. I felt like I was coming on here because I love I love it. I love sharing with you guys. I feel like this is the way that I get to talk to you guys and communicate, even though like you guys, obviously it's like a one-on-one conversation, but it just feels nice to come on here and be able to talk to you guys. But it just still felt like it wasn't me. I felt like I was struggling for so long and, um, yeah, so we'll get into it in, in a little bit, but let me guys give you guys a rundown of what I've been up to. Um, I have been running as you guys know, for, um, my half marathon training. I think I told you guys, yeah, before I stopped recording that, um, you know, I was running and stuff. I am, I think this is week seven of my training and it's, um, it's been really good. It's definitely hard. I am running this week. Total miles is 40 miles a week. Um, and it's a lot some days, but it feels good. It's crazy to just like to see where I started. Right. And then like to see like, when I first started, I was like three miles felt so hard. And now five meals, five miles feels so easy. And it just, it's crazy to see how your body just changes and what it's capable of. So I've been doing that. I've been taking a lot of time for myself and just focusing on my growth and, um, my mental state, especially, and just focusing on what Jazzy wants. And, um, that's been really, really helpful Um, I did, I have my, there's like a little setup. I don't know if you guys can see, but my setup is a little bit different. I'm actually, my notes and everything is on my laptop now because Jazzy left her, um, lost her iPad in LA. We had a quick LA trip, uh, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And I, I left it. I literally left it uh, outside of a building where we were having our meeting because your girl was like trying to film a full day vlog on TikTok. So I was like distracted with my phone and I wanted to record me and Chris coming up these stairs and I like just left my iPad and I we locked it and we like put on the screen, please return to the company that I was at and or call this number. But no one's called me. So. And if you have an iPad and you, if you own an iPad and like you have everything on it, you know, it's like, I felt my heart drop when I couldn't find it. And I was like, where did I leave it? I didn't realize I left it until we were at the airport coming back and everything's on there. My journals were on there. My projects were on there. Everything for this new project that we're doing was on there. Like, and of course I didn't back it up to the cloud. So I was just, guys, I was so so upset. So I'm having to do everything now. It's like through my phone and through my laptop, which is not bad, but like once you get used to one thing, I felt like 
having my iPad was like my baby. So now I'm having to transition a lot through to my phone and my laptop, but it's been okay. I've actually enjoyed having my planner on my phone now. I didn't like it before because I'm a, I'm a person that likes to like write. So having my iPad, I could write and like, you know, circle things and highlight things. And now with my phone, I can't do that. But it's nice having my calendar all in my phone. So like if I'm out and about, I don't have to be like, oh, wait till I get home and I'll see how what my calendar looks like. I already have it on my phone and I can schedule things. So that does make my life a little bit easier. But I did. I lost it. I'm trying to see what else I can catch you guys up on my life. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been doing, you know, just work on myself. And um, we did start our book club again. And we are reading Pretty Girls. I can't, can't think of the author right now. Um, Slaughter? slaughter something slaughter uh we picked it because we wanted to do something thriller right because our book club's done um women empowerment we've done love by like all the loved ones from colleen hoover and stuff but we were like let's pick a thriller let's pick something suspenseful and um let me tell you, I found this one on TikTok. So I sent it to the girls and I was like, I, I didn't know what it was about. Everyone was just like, oh my God, that book. I couldn't, I wasn't like, okay from like weeks and stuff. And I was like, how, how like crazy can a book be? It's pretty bad guys. I like to say that I literally yesterday I downloaded it for an, an audio book. Cause I'm reading it, but I was like, my wrong, my runs are so long. So I'm like, let me just like, I want to finish the book already. Let me just listen to it. And I'm where I'm barely like halfway. So I'm on chapter like 13 and it was just so bad that it like yesterday I was like, like tearing up in my run, just listening to this. And it was like, I got home and I was telling Chris about it a little bit. And then I just started crying and he was like, are you okay? And like, I'm like, no, like, I'm not okay. Like, this is not like, this is really affecting me. He's like, babe, it's a book. I'm like, I know, but like this stuff happens to women, this stuff happens and I'm not going to give it away, but it's like, there's very, very graphic detail of rape and, 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 um, domestic, not even domestic violence, just violence on women and like harm and like just graphic, graphic detail. And like, for me, it's like the little things, like the, the way the author describes like the scene is just, it's really like, like not even gruesome, just really eerie. And I just, I started crying yesterday and I was like, I don't think you'll ever understand what it's like to be a female and feel so powerless sometimes when it comes to men and like I had a lot to do with yesterday I went on my run and four different cars beeped at me and like it was making listening to that on my run didn't make me feel any better right and it just put me on edge and I was just like I think I just let it all out once Chris got home because I was like and I'm also about to start my period but I was like you know I'm like I'm never like to victimize myself as a as a woman but why like I can't like even run without just being left alone just leave me alone look at all you want do what like look whatever but beeping at me is not going to like get my attention if anything it's going to piss me off I would not want you like to I would not go up to a car if you beat them you like hey good looking that the last thing I'm going to do is go up to your car that's the last thing I and if, even if I was single I would not even date you you beat me screw you. I'm not going to like, what makes you think that that's how you're going to get a woman's attention? Like 
it just like put me on edge and I got home and I think I just let it all out and like the scenery of the of the chapter and everything I was just like it really got to me and I just like I don't know I called the girls because one of the girls already finished it and the other girls haven't I was like I don't know if I can finish it like I don't know if I'm going to keep reading it because it's affecting me like it's actually affecting me like and I'm like, I might just skim through it and then we can talk about it. But this book, I did not think it was going to screw me up as much as it screwed me up. So I will say she's very detailed. That's one, another thing. She drags the book out a lot, which I don't like. I'm like, come on, let's get to the point. You feel like you never get to the point. It's a really slow read. So I'm not, I'm honestly not recommending it because it, do I love the book? No, um, but it is very eerie. If you think you can handle it, by all means, read it but it's a lot. So I think that's pretty much it in the sense of my, um, like what I guys, what I like to catch you guys up on, like my personal fun life, but let's get into, um, why I took the break, what's been going on and how we're going to move forward. Okay. So I took a month, uh, a break the whole month of May. Um, and I decided in April, right, that I was going to take May off. I was just in this really dark place, guys, and I could just not see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I could not. I was severely depressed. There were multiple times that I told Chris, like, hey, I think I want... And this is, like, me being... Let me just say this. What I'm sharing with you guys is probably the most vulnerable I have ever been with you guys. And it's something that I want to, especially with the podcast, continue to be vulnerable with you guys. Um, I hope that you guys, I know that if you're listening, you respect this and you respect me and you appreciate my vulnerability. Um, and, you know, it's with the podcast, I feel like I, I love sharing who I am and I lost a part of that. And I'll explain a little bit more in a little bit, but, uh, what I'm going to say going forward is very, very vulnerable, but it gives you an insight of what I was going through. Um, so anyways, I was in a really dark place. I was, I like honestly depressed. Um, I think there was a lot of things from after prep that I was just like doing to try to distract myself from all this pain that I was feeling from all this confusion and cloudiness, but I felt lost and I didn't, wasn't doing anything about it. Like I couldn't find how to quote unquote, get unlost or find my direction. And during, you know, I, I went to the dark sport event. It was so much fun and it was on a high and like, you know, it's all great, but like you can cover up the darkness all you want, or you can cover up all the pain all you, all you want, but you still feel it. And until you're ready to truly look inside and heal it, you're not going to be able to move forward, truly, truly move forward. And I feel like that's what it was. I felt like I was sticking band-aids on myself and, um, you know, for a little while, I, like I was saying, I told Chris multiple times, like, I just can't see the light. Like I can't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm living. Like, I don't know what my purpose is. Like, let me know my purpose. Like, what is the purpose of living? Like, and my therapist called it, um, there's actually like a term for it. I was going to look it up and I completely forgot. Um, but it was a term. So it's not like you're suicidal, but it's like your life feels like 
meaningless. So you're like, okay, why do I, why am I waking up? And it's a, and it's a sense of, it's a certain type of depression and it's a, a certain type of like suicidal thought. It's just not, there's no action behind it. Like I wasn't like, I'm going to, you know, cut my wrist or drink pills or whatever it is. Right. Like I wasn't going, like my mind wasn't taking me to like, I'm going to kill myself, but my mind was taking me to where if I don't wake up today, it'll be fine. Like I was that depressed and there was multiple times where I told Chris, like, I think I need to go into an institution, like a mental institution. I think I need to go and like figure out, like, I know I'm not crazy. Like I'm not crazy, but like, I just feel so lost. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and I feel like that was me wanting to run away completely from my life and reality. I wanted to just escape my life and reality, even though there's like nothing wrong with my life and reality. But I felt like that was like what, like I needed to do. I needed to go to that extreme. And Chris is like, no, 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 Like, we're not going to do that. You're like, let's, let's find something else. And I was like, okay. So I just kept feeling overwhelmed and I was like, okay, well, like, I think I need to take a social media break. I think I need to take a break from my work and because my work is social media, but it also involves my personal life. And during this time, all I was focused, focused on was all the negativity. So I was like, I need to get, take a break from social media completely. Like I need to get on posts because it's still my job. Like I still have a dark sport contract. I still have to be on there because that's how I make a living. But I'm going on there with a mission of posting and getting off. Like I'm not looking at anyone's stories. I'm not reading any comments. I'm not reading any DMs. I told my friends, don't DM me, call me. If you're close to me, call me. Like if you need a response, call me, text me, but don't don't DM me because I'm not gonna be on social media. And it was really hard in the beginning, but I definitely feel like that's what I needed. And I, I took the break from social media. I took the break from the podcast. I was like, I need to find my purpose again, because right now I feel lost. I feel like the direction for the podcast is lost. And because I'm lost, how can I, how can I show up for you guys if I can't show up for myself? And at that point I wasn't showing up for myself. So I was still running and things like that, but I wasn't truly showing up for myself. So I think once I disconnected and said, okay, let me take off social media. I felt so much better because guys, I can't tell you how much time I was being, how much time I was investing and focusing on all the negative comments and things people were saying and about me. And it's not on Instagram because people are very supportive, but any TikTok that I posted here on the provocative or on my social, like on my personal platform, there was so much negativity. And when you guys look at me, like I've always been really confident, right? And that's something I've always like loved about myself. But I think genuinely after my competition, I lost all that confidence I had in myself, in my sexiness. I felt like I had to, like, I wasn't sexy anymore. Like I lost it. Like I didn't know how to get it back. And not only that, it's like I have people commenting on the way that I look all the time, right? Like people comment on the way I look. It's fine, whatever, right? But not only now are people commenting on the way that I look, people are commenting on my podcast. And what's the podcast, right? 
the way that I think. And people were commenting and, and, and saying negative stuff about the way that I think, right? So I was focusing not only at people tearing me apart on my personal TikTok about my body or like just random comments that people are saying. Now people are commenting on the way that I think on my mindset and saying all this negative stuff like you're crazy you're dumb you're an idiot blah 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 like like you should be so embarrassed for yourself like just the even your lashes look nasty this like just bad like just shit on shit on shit on shit and I was getting so caught up there was a point where in the beginning of the podcast I was like when I made it, I was like, I'm not going to look at the comments. That's why I have art because he's going to reply. He's going to, you know, if there's something that I truly need to reply, like if one of you girls is like, it leaves a comment, like you've changed my life, blah, blah, blah. Something really positive. He'll send it to me. So like I can go and comment. But other than that, the whole reason I wasn't on there was like, so I wouldn't read any of the negative comments. Cause if you don't look at that, you don't entertain those thoughts. Right. But during this time, I guess I was going through everything I was going through and I was just adding more shit onto myself. And I was reading these comments and every single day I was crying. I was crying and then I was comparing myself to other women on social media. Why can't I look like this? Why does this person have this? Why is my follower count this? Like, uh, like just like, I just kept piling shit after shit after shit on top of myself and I could not get out of it. And I was like, this is, this is it. I'm taking a break. I'm just going on here to post and then I'm getting off. Like, and I am focusing on myself, but I'm truly like, I'm going to take this month to really focus on, on myself. I cannot just say, oh, okay, like I'm going to take the month off. Peace out guys. Peace out for my responsibilities. No, like I'm taking this break to truly focus on myself and get myself back to where I need to be. And I truly feel like I did that. Do I still have room to grow? Absolutely. But We'll go into, you know, what I've been doing to get myself back. But I wanted you guys to really get a sense of what was going on in my life before I took this break. And, you know, I I felt so lost after prep. I dealt with all the body dysmorphia. I dealt with all the hormones st stuff. I dealt with just like a bunch of stuff that I wasn't. I think I was obviously prepared, but I didn't handle it the best way. Right. I let the negativity cloud me I focused on the negativity instead of focusing on just like okay let me just ride the wave and then honestly I think like I lost a lot of faith in in God I lost a lot of faith in the universe um I think you you guys more than anyone know that when I come on came on here on the podcast I would talk a lot about how I believed the pro card was for me, right? How I believed it was happening, it was going to happen because I was just like, I felt the energy shift and I felt it, right? I felt it in my bones. And I was like, God isn't going to let me down. Like, God, like I'm working so hard. The universe got me. God's got me. Like, God's not going to let me down. I didn't get my pro card. And I didn't realize how much that affected me until literally like this month when I was taking time, I was like, maybe I've just lost faith in everything I believe in. Maybe I lost, not, not maybe, I lost faith in everything I believed in. Did I believe in the universe? I don't know. Did I believe in God? I don't know. He let me down. That's the way I was thinking. He let me down. The universe let me down. 
I'm feeling all these things, but for what? It didn't get me the thing that I wanted. And I didn't really face that, right? Until now, because I'm having to face things and I'm having to face values and I'm having to face beliefs and you have to believe in something. I truly believe you have to believe in something. You can believe in yourself. You can believe in God. You can believe in the universe, but you got to believe in something. And for me, everyone's different. I I feel like in order to to be happy, I have to believe that there's something greater out there than just me. Like I rely on me, but there's got to be something greater out there that has my back. And I didn't feel like that for a really long time. And until now I'm realizing, you know, just because I didn't win my pro car doesn't mean God wasn't by my side. It doesn't mean the universe wasn't by my side. Maybe the whole purpose of it, I don't know what the purpose of it was, but maybe I wasn't destined to be a pro. And that doesn't take away from my work ethic that I put in. It doesn't take away from anything that I accomplished during that time because I worked my ass off. It didn't mean that I was a failure. It just meant that that path wasn't for me. And it wasn't for me in that moment. And maybe there's something greater that's going to come out from that. And I truly believe that now something greater has come out from that because now I'm a better runner. Now I feel like because of all the cardio that I did, because I'm used, was used to the cardio during prep. Now I've got an hour of running outside for six miles feels like nothing. And I do think that during that time, I just lost faith. I lost faith in everything. I'm telling you, it was, it was, I was in such a dark place that I could not get out of it. And I, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't have confidence in myself. I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in the universe. I felt like everything I truly believed in had just crushed. And, you know, I think we're constantly changing. And a lot of part of me was like, why? Like I did so much work last year in therapy. And I like, I feel like I'm so self-aware of myself and I've worked on myself and why am I going through this now? But no matter how much we work on ourselves, we're always going to go through things. We're always going to be evolving. We're always going to be changing. And I had to take a step back and be like, Yes, I worked on those things in therapy that have helped me a lot with my trauma from when I was younger. But those things in therapy are different than the things I'm dealing with now. This this is a whole new realm of things that I'm dealing with. So now I need something else to help me get through these. And so, yeah, guys, I was I lost faith in myself. And then, like, I think the number one thing was I lost faith in a lost direction in the podcast and it goes back to like I was focusing so much on the negativity that guys I started being so fearful every time I was coming on the podcast because I was like I was so scared of what people were gonna say like I'm like oh my god let me make sure I word this like this and let me make sure I don't say this because I can be canceled. And let me make sure I do this because I don't want to seem like I'm this person. Like I just kept trying to be someone that I wasn't. I was trying to come on here and be 
someone truly that I wasn't. I was not, I was trying to not be outspoken, which is the whole fucking reason I started the podcast was to provoke thought, to make you question your thinking, to make you be like, even though I don't agree with the way she's saying, I do see her point of view. I wanted to be the person that was saying the shit, the hard shit that no one wants to say, but that you're thinking about. That's the reason I came on. That's the reason I made this podcast. And I had forgotten that. I had left that aside because I was coming on here with fear because I was so scared of what everyone was going to say. Like, what's so-and-so gonna say? What's so-and-so gonna say? Well, now I'm part of Dark Sport. I gotta represent it this way. Well, now I'm part of this. I gotta represent this way. Well, now this new project that I'm doing, I gotta represent myself in a certain way. All that shit was driving me crazy. I lost who I was. Like, how are you not gonna lose who you are when you're trying to do things to please everybody else except yourself? That was eating me alive. And that was the reason. Literally, I was starting to read all these comments and I was trying to change who I was, but I didn't even know what, what I was changing. I was just like, well, coming from a place of fear. Like, okay, well, um, let me make sure I don't say this right. Or if I say it this way, then this is then like, I don't think anyone can backlash me because I said it this way. But at the end of the day, someone was still fucking backlash, backlashing me for what I was saying. So I lost my sense of purpose for the podcast. I lost the reason that I wanted to come here. The reason that I loved coming on here because I was so focused on the fear and the hate and all the negativity. And Guys, it was just, it was a lot going on in my life and, or in my mind, not even my, my life. My life was going great. Business is great. Chris is great. My relationship with him is great, but I wasn't great. I was suffering. I was going through a really hard time and um, I'm getting a little emotional because when you're in that, in that place, really don't think you can make it out and depression is a real thing and not everyone understands it and it's looked upon as a, as a sense of weakness right and the last thing I wanted to do was come on here and give people a reason to say she's weak but I was like you know what it's not a sense of weakness. People go through this shit all the time. And just because I'm suffering de from depression does not mean that I am less strong than that person. It just means that I'm going through shit, but it's not going to keep me down. And during that time, I was like, I, I need to get out of it. I had to find a way. And thankfully, I've had an amazing support system. Chris has been by my side and really, really trying to help me as much as he can. And I was just like, we can't keep saying that I'm going to get better. We need to start putting action behind it. So the first step was taking a break from social media and it truly, truly changed me. So now we're going to go into what I've been doing to help me. And if you're going through the same shit, I hope that these things can help you or you can at least resonate with something and you can start incorporating in your life because these have really really changed me. And some of these things are really simple and they're things that I've been doing, bef was doing before, but I, 
it's really helped me take some pressure off and really help me find myself again. So number one thing um, I started doing was changing my kind of my morning routine instead of first getting on my phone and comparing myself to everyone and to the likes that everyone was getting versus me and all this other stuff. I just, I still like to be on my phone in the morning. I like to go to the restroom and get on my phone. And, but now I look at it as I'm just go on and I'm just a normal person with no social media influence. And I'm just going on there and I'm looking at the different pictures and I'm looking at different people and what they're posting. My first thought about it is no reflection of my life has nothing to do with my life. Right. And it's not going, what I see, the first thing I think about when I get on my phone, whatever I see is not going to reflect my life and it's not going to make me feel any sort of way. Like I'm missing anything out of my life. I'm going to come on here and just do it, just scroll, do it to see what people, not even to see what people are doing, doing it as a pastime, right? Because everyone likes to scroll. They like to see videos of different things and like make, for me, it's like makeup, fashion, things like that. So I'm like, I'm just going on here to distract myself, but I'm not coming on here to pick myself apart, to pick my life apart. I'm coming on here like a normal person. Like I'm just coming on here, not focused on the content that I'm going to make or that video is working. So let me do that. I'm just coming on here to just look right. And, um, so I started doing that. So started changing the way that I was thinking with, with social media, with me getting on it versus what I was thinking before and like getting on and being like, Oh my God, I need to make this video. Cause this one's going like this. And the first thing I was doing was already like stressing myself out because I was like, I need to make this video. Cause that one's got this many likes and it's doing well here. And she posted here and she posted at this time and they posted at this time. I was just driving myself insane. So the first thing in the morning, I was my anxiety was already through the roof. So now I'm not even going on there. I'm not even thinking about, okay, social media is my job. I'm just like, it's not my job. I'm going on there just to scroll like whatever for 10, 15 minutes and then I'm done. And so, and I don't let it affect me. I truly do not let anything that I see affect me. I also don't read comments. Again, I don't read any fucking comments. I don't go on any platform and read comments. Um, I do read some DMs. I'll just make sure that none of them are like important, like job opportunities or whatever. And then that's it. Two. And I know that one's like not for everyone. Like you probably don't resonate with that one, but maybe you do resonate in the sense of don't go on there to think about what you're missing out of your life. Just go on there to be, if you like spending time on social media, just be on social media, but don't compare your life to what you're seeing. Oh my God, this person's life. Look at it. Look at this person's life. Look at it. Don't. Number two, I started, obviously I read in the mornings not read. I'm sorry. I run in the mornings most of the time. So I started listening to podcasts again. And those have truly, really, really helped me. I listen to podcasts right now, my favorite and the person that's really, really helped me because I feel like the last few episodes that I've been listening that he's done, it has really helped shape my way of thinking is Ed Milet. Um, he's been making a lot of podcasts about being authentically yourself and, being vulnerable and being who you are, no matter what anyone is going to say. And I think that's what's truly, truly spoken to me because I feel like that's what was going on in my life that I was missing. So listening to these podcasts first thing in the morning, just truly, really helped me. It set up my mood for the day. It made me feel like I was investing in myself. It made me feel like, okay, like I'm getting better. And I would take what he would say 
and write notes and then incorporate it in my life and think about, okay, how can I incorporate what he's saying into my life? Um, and something that I really want to take from him is that I took from him and going forward into, you know, what I want out of my life, especially with this podcast. There's people who are motivating, right? There's people who are inspirational, but there's people who are aspirational, and a person who's aspirational is someone that you aspire to be like, right? You can see someone and they can inspire you. But when you aspire to be like someone, it's because you truly love what they stand for and what they represent. And I want to be an aspirational person to many of you. I want you to not be like me, but I want you to take traits that I am offering you guys. And I'm saying that I incorporate in my life. And so that you guys can incorporate them in your life and change the way that you think and better your life. And I love that he says that because he is truly an aspirational person for me, he, his work ethic, his gym ethic, the way that he thinks that's aspirational to me. And I aspire to be the type of person that Ed Mila is. And I hope that some of you aspire to be a person like me who is confident, who does not give up, who doesn't care what people think about them, who still does what they want to do, who's true to themselves. Like that's what I want, especially you, fa you females to get from me. And, you know, it was, we all have our downs and this is a prime example of it, right? I'm not a perfect human being. I don't think anyone can ever be a perfect human being. I make mistakes, I go through things, but I'm here willing to share the things, my struggles and be vulnerable with you guys and share that I'm not perfect. And I have my really good times, right? Where I'm going, 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 but I also have my bad times. And, um, you know, it's just a representation of, even though we have lows, we can still be successful. We can still be better. And so listening to podcasts truly, really changed me. So find podcasts that motivate you, that help you, that inspire you, that teach you something. Um, number three, not reading any comments. Like I said, not even like in the morning, not in the afternoon. Like I don't read any comments. I do read some comments in, on IG because I feel like on IG, um, it's not so uh, bad versus TikTok. And if I do read them, I have really shifted my mindset in the way that I read them. So if I read a negative comment, I, instead of thinking, okay, oh my God, I'm dumb. Or, oh my God, like I'm posting this for attention. And, oh my God, like I'm qu questioning my purpose or my belief or whatever, my intention, right? I'm quite I'm, like this person, instead of them causing me to question my intention, now I'm saying, well, this person doesn't one, know me. Number two, their comment isn't a reflection of me, it's a reflection of them. And I let it go. Because before I could not let it go. It was in my mind and I would talk to Chris about it all day, every day. That one comment was just there and there and like it would ruin my entire day. And now I'm like, well, it is what it is. And I just let it go. I truly let it go. So that's helped. But I don't intentionally look for comments. So now I'm not intentionally going on my TikTok and scrolling through the comments. There's no need for that. Um, number three or number four, therapy, therapy. I got into therapy again and it really has helped me guys. I 
finding the right therapist will truly change your life. And someone the other day like was bad mouthing therapists, right? And I was like, ah, I'm like, like just talking shit about therapists and was like shitting on therapy, right? That's what we're talking about. Someone was shitting on therapy. And I think it comes from a place of ego. I think like people are like, I don't need to see a shrink. I don't need help. And I just think people like that, like, why not? Like, why not get someone who doesn't even know you? I think it's so interesting that someone who doesn't even know you can ask you questions. Because the whole point of therapy is for someone to help you find the answers you're looking for within yourself, right? And why not get someone who has no idea what's going on in your life and you tell them and then they ask you questions that will truly change your way of thinking, that will truly be like, shit, you'll answer it. Like, I didn't even think I was like, that was something that I was dealing with. Like, I think therapy is so powerful. It provides even more self-awareness. It's great. Kudos to you if you're already self-aware, right? You're already reading books and you're doing all these things. But truly having someone as like an outsider looking into your life and asking you questions that are really going to get down to the deeper than service level and really ask you all those hard questions that you yourself are scared to ask yourselves or, or you yourself won't even go there. Like, I just think it's a powerful therapy is such a powerful tool. And I'm back in therapy. I have a different therapist than I did last year because what I went through last year was more trauma therapy with my childhood and relationships. Now I'm doing therapy to change my cognitive thinking way of thinking. So, um, I wanted to go through therapy, um, during that month too, because I was like, okay, I want to stop focusing on the negative things. I want to stop reacting to things so emotionally. I want to create better patterns and I want to change the way that I think. And the only way to do that is to ask for some, for help is to have someone help me do that. So I started therapy and she's been great and she's been giving me homework. I do homework and it is some of the simple things, but someone who's emotional like me and not maybe as logical as someone else, it's harder for me to get to the end without thinking all these emotionals emotions and then getting clouded along the way so now these exercises that i do help me get to the end get to the the like i guess if i have a problem it helps me get to the end without all these crazy emotions and it helps me see things in a more logical way and helps me understand it better and so it's really helped me um she's said a lot of things that have changed the way that I think. And, you know, I am, I told her, you know, I am a person, I've always been a person that looks at the uh, glass half empty instead of half full. So I want to change that. I want to be more positive. I want to change the way that I think and stop being so negative all the time. And the exercises that she's been giving me and the things we've been talking about has really, really helped me. So, um, therapy, not everyone, you know, can afford therapy, but, um, you know, better help. There's better help, but that's a little bit of a cheaper route. You pay like monthly, but it's really, really helped me. It's helped. I wanted to get someone that would help me believe in myself again, who would help me build my confidence again. Guys, I'm telling you, I was not feeling sexy. I was so scared to wear my sexy clothes. Yes, me guys, me, right? Like I, you guys have always known that I've always been super confident in myself, always felt sexy. And I just had not, like, I was so like, I don't want to wear that because what are people going to say? 
Like I've never been that person. And I was that person. I was like, mm, no, no, no. I don't want to wear that tight dress out because all these people are going to look at me. And like, I just don't want to be looked at. And like, I've just, everything was coming from a place of fear. And so I just feel like I'm telling you, I lost my confidence. I lost who I was. And I was like, I need someone to help me rebuild that or help me find that again in myself. And therapy has really helped me do that. Um, number, f- I think this is number five, surrounding myself with people. I love I've told you guys this surrounding yourself with people that encourage you, that love you. Um, it really, really helps. Um, so, you know, Chris, Aureli, Brittany, Mia, you know, when I feel like, especially really down, I really like to go see Mia because like just, something about children just really, really like helps you see the world a little differently. And so just being surrounded by the people that I love has really helped. And then doing something that I love every day during that month, I was, you know, running, I'm still running now. Running is a big part of things that I love. Even before I started doing this half marathon training, um, but running, tanning outside, like in my little chair, I love it. It gives me some alone time. And then I take my Sudoku book out there. I'm not even on my phone. I literally put music on my phone. I put it face down and I'm just there with my Sudoku book level hard, even though it stresses me out sometimes, but like in a good way. And I'm just tanning. And that's like me time. It is where I like, I like it because I am, you know, challenging my brain at the same time that I'm relaxing and I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about content. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just thinking about me being there in the moment and it really helps. So doing things I love dancing in the mirror. Like when I feel like dancing, I'll just dance. Cause dancing is really something I really love. And I honestly haven't been really been doing much of it. And so getting back into things that I love has really, really, um, really helped me. Um, and then what did I put taking truly Um, and now, you know, I'm the whole point of therapy too. I wanted to have tools that would help me if I'm going through something similar again, I don't need to take a break quote unquote from the world that I can know how to manage it. I can know what I need to do, what steps I need to do in order to like, if I need to step back a little bit, I can step back without disconnecting completely because I felt like this time I, it's something I had to do. I had to disconnect completely to find myself again. Um, but now I, I, I feel like I'm learning the tools that if something happens again, I don't have to disconnect completely. I can disconnect a little bit, but I'll still be able to move forward. And then also like the comparison thing, I don't compare myself anymore. I stopped doing that. And, you know, I I think once you find who you are, you stop and like accept who you are. You stop comparing yourself to other people. Everyone's in their own journey. I am my own person. I'm not Chris. There was so much guilt about me taking a break that I felt in the beginning. And I was like, how am I taking a break? Andy Frisilla would be so disappointed right now. He would be like, taking a break is for pussies, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I was like, well, I'm not Andy Frisilla. I'm not Chris. They don't struggle with the things I struggle with. They don't have the same thought process I do. I'm like, I'm not them. I don't have to compare myself to anyone else except for just be me and accept who I am and work on the things that I need to work on to get better. And I think when I like ex- truly accepted that, it really changed me. It really made me happier. It made me accept who I was and be like, this is me. 
You know, I don't have to, I can strive to be better. I can take things from Annie Frisella that I like. I can take things from here that I like, but, and incorporate them into my personality and who I am, but who they are is not who I am. So I need to stop comparing myself to them. So that really helped. Um, I know this episode was kind of like just me sharing what's going on with what was going on with my life and like sharing with you guys what's helped me. And like, it may seem simple guys, but doing these things and getting in tune with yourself just really, really helps. Um, I'll leave you guys with this and do things that you love that you, you yourself loves to do like you by yourself. When is the last time that you did truly did something that you loved, right? Like it could be running, it could be walking, it could be dancing, it could be shooting guns. It could be, um, whatever it is painting, right? When was the last time you really took the time for yourself to do something you love? And I encourage you to do that. And it will truly change the way that you feel about life, the way that you look at life. You'll be happier in every area of your life. You cannot give to others if you not give to yourself. And I, I'm telling you, there was no more I could give to you guys before this break. I couldn't. I, I, there was, I couldn't. So I was like, I got to fill my cup up so that I can give it to other people because right now my cup is below empty. And I feel great now. I feel recharged. I feel like I have grown and I am going to continue to grow because I'm going to continue to work on myself. But now I'm, I'm looking forward to this journey with you guys. I'm going to keep being vulnerable with you guys. I am not going to change the direction of the podcast. I will say, you know, when I first started the podcast, I didn't know what it was going to be. I did want it to be kind of like funny and comedy and stuff, but I realized, you know, I, one, I don't have a co-host and two, I not a single girl. Like I was trying to kind of be like the Latino version of girls got to eat and like share like sex stuff with you guys and things like that. But the true reality is I've had one dick. I don't have experience. I'm not single. I do have experience in marriage. I do have experience in my life and I can share that with you guys, but I don't have experience in the outer world. Right. And so in the single world, so I can't pretend I'm some like podcast sharing these things that I don't know about, right? So I can have guests on here for you girls that can share their lives with you, but I like didn't know what direction the podcast was going in. And now I do like at the end of the day, I'm here to share the hard conversations with you guys. We are going to keep talking about the hard things, the sex, the all the, all the things you guys want to talk about. Right. Um, but we're also going to be motivating because that's who I am. And I am feel like my purpose here is to sh to show and to tell you guys that you can accomplish anything that you want and your life your only limit is what you set it out to be. So you are in control of what your limits are and you know we're going to say the shit that we want to say regardless of what people are going to say because at the end of the day people are going to say whatever they want to say. You cannot please everybody. So if you like me, you like me. If you don't like me, I'm not even going to apologize. Don't like me. Right. Um, so I love you guys so much. I know you guys were itching for another episode. We are going to keep it going guys. We're going to keep it growing. And, um, if you resonated with the episode, please DM me, please comment here down below. Please leave it a five star, share it with your friends. That's how we grow. Um, and I love you guys so much and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,